0: It's the What's Your Opinion Show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bardorf and Rusty Nixon.
1: Uh Uh-oh, guess what day it is?
0: Anybody? Guess what day it is? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? (laughs) Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Huh? Huh? Anybody? Listen, guess what day it is? (laughs) Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Huh? Guess what today is? Huh? Hey, hey, listen. Guess what today is? Guess what day it is? Hey, what day is it, Mike? Mike, 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 Mike. Anybody? Julie,
1: hey, guess what day it is?
2: It's hump day. Hump day. Hump, hump,
1: hump day. Hump, 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 hump day.
3: Hi there. Oh, where's the studio audience? Oh, yeah, I love the... (laughs) Ouch. Love the camera. Um, We're just uh, waiting on the other half of this duo. Not sure what's going on. I'm sure there's a fire of some sort out in the main office. Boom, 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 boom. Let's see what our players did today, and the answer is gumbo. No, I'm sorry, that's wrong. You wagered everything. Oh, you will go home empty-handed. Let's talk to Joe. Joe, your answer was, what is Boston clam clam, chowder? No, that's wrong as well. I don't know why the subject was soup today on Final Jeopardy, but you lose, too. You bet everything. Kathy, your answer is? Tomato soup. That is correct. And what is your bid? $10 billion. You win for a third straight day here on What's Your Opinion, Jeopardy?
2: <laughs> yeah, Jeopardy's a little bit above me.
3: It uh, depends on the subjects. It's uh, above everybody. Yeah. It's a, it's about what shows up on that board. That's the whole bottom line right there.
2: I would agree with you on that.
3: Because I can answer entire categories in seconds. But then there's four other see that that's what would happen every time I get in a trivia thing. I know you know all the answers you like Yeah, I do on certain subjects. And most of them <laughs> I know nothing about. So don't
2: Well you always know
3: that yeah. That's the only time I speak up on Jeopardy is when I, I know, know the answer. Yeah.
2: That's hello, that's how it's supposed to work, isn't it? I know
3: it sounds like a hundred percent, but when you're only answering one out of twelve questions, that is not that good. <laughs> Uh, it just depends on the subject, Kathy. If you had, if you had, uh, oh, what am I thinking? Oh, zoning laws. If that came up, you'd, you'd run I, that I'd category. Be pretty good on that.
2: You do pretty well. Yeah. So, at least for the Indiana ones. Now, yeah, you know, other states not, but um, it is Wednesday, February the ninth. We are going to have a couple of students from Argus High School here. They are BPA members. And they are getting ready to go to the state tournament. So we're going to be talking yeah. about what BPA is and how they can raise some money so that they can go to the state tournament.
3: Benji was in BPA.
2: Was he really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In some kind of technology piece of it? I can't
3: remember what he did. It was some kind of a business plan or something. But, yeah, he was in BPA. And uh, they went to the state tournament finals a couple of times too yeah oh, or he did i'm
2: sure plymouth will too but argus is the one who contacted me and said yeah. hey can you help us a little bit well said, sure. happy
3: to it's a great organization yeah
2: um in the meantime in the news we talked about it yesterday when marsh county commissioner kevin overmeyer was here but um during the meeting on monday he was honored by the marsh county community foundation um and and recognized as a leader um with a lot of different accomplishments that have happened um this actually was supposed to be awarded to him last year in december but because of covid and how things played out they weren't really able to have the big party that they had you know had planned to celebrate this so um, it was more of an individual thing. So he and Jenny Monroe, who is the Culver Town manager, um, both were honored during the meeting last night or on uh, Monday. Um, they also, oh, in in ways, they also recognized uh, the hospitals and our local philanthropic leaders like John Oliver from u s. Granules. In fact, they even named one of the rooms. Uh, in the United Way and Community Foundation building after John Oliver, or Jack Oliver. Nope, John Oliver. Um, They did remember and recognize in memory of Will and June Irwin and also Jack Oliver from Oliver Ford Lincoln for all of their support. And speaking about Jenny, uh, Linda Yoder said that she was... She was on that stellar committee for the award which Culver received, and she brought her expertise to the Marshall County Committee and and was on board in helping when we received the stellar designation, which is bringing millions of dollars to our communities in projects that – a variety of projects, Mm -hmm. actually. Um, She also uh, was – involved in creating that uh, fund the essentials fundraiser yeah. uh, where their goal was to raise four hundred thousand dollars but actually when they got together and the all, there, there was a team that got together they actually were able to raise five hundred and ten thousand dollars to help people meet their basic needs during that pandemic but we've got to go back a little bit and remember that a lot of people were you know out yeah um out of work and how are we going to pay our bills so um it's a long story but uh very well deserved and so that was uh one of the stories i did last night i also went to the plymouth park board meeting on monday evening that was a quick uh like six minute meeting
4: yeah (laughs) yes
2: so there wasn't a whole lot to report um they they did mention that the um, park superintendent Mike Height was unavailable to attend the meeting Monday because he was sick. Um, but in his absence, they have uh, Dave Morrow, who is president of the board, said, "In his absence, we have every we have some very capable employees sitting in Jenny and Abby. Uh, everything is going to go just go well. Yeah. Um, they've got help from us and folks, other folks in the city, if need be." So I went on to talk a city attorney, Sean Cerisi, told the park board members um, that they went through the process of seeking proposals from consultants to design phase three of the Greenway Trail Um, that resulted in the Troyer group being selected. Um, And so now they're in the final stages of getting the paperwork to NDOT with Troyer's uh, name on it. Um, And he expects the contract. Proposal will be completed next month, so they're moving forward with that. Uh, the Plymouth Park Board also approved the youth softball league contract for this year, and uh, gave free use of the Fryman Shelter to the Bikes for Kids event on April 16th. If you have a bike that you're not using, um, or if you want to buy a brand new bike for a kid, Bikes for Kids. Um, the that weekend of Easter, um, gives away their goal. I, I think their goal is like three hundred bikes, yeah. all different sizes. Um, so if you have a bike and you're not using it and you'd like to donate it, um, you can contact. If you're online, you can go through look up bikes for kids and find them. But uh, the Taekwondo place right downtown Ooh, yeah. on the corner of Laporte and Michigan Street. That's that's a good drop off place for those. So um and then the park board also approved their 5-year plan that they're submitting to the DNR. This will open up grant grant opportunities for them. The plan also then kind of get keeps the park board moving and generating, you know, and and stepping forward. Yeah. So that's it's, it's a good thing. It's a complicated thing cuz it takes a lot of public input um, and you've got to be realistic on projects that you can get done. So that's what makes it a little bit yeah. more complicated. Um, Speaking of five-year plans, the Bremen Park and Recreation Department has been working on updating their five-year master plan. A draft has been completed, and the Bremen Park Department needs your input once more. The draft plan provides a framework to guide... um the Town's Park and Park Board to identify priorities and enhance Bremen's Park and Recreation amenities for the next five years. So they are there's a link that you can go to. Um, visit Bremen Park's Recreation website at townofbremen.com slash park department. Um, and there's also hard copies available in the Bremen Town Hall. So you can look at their five-year plan, uh, you know, give them any critiques, uh, another project maybe you want to see or you think they should prioritize a project. Um, They're looking for some community assistance.
3: Okay. Well, Jason, you can give us some assistance right now Uh, if you want to come on here. We're we're just uh, talking about fun things to do and lottery comes to mind for me.
0: Yeah, hey, it's good to be with you again. I appreciate Appreciate the welcome. Yeah,
3: and, uh, I always enjoy the opportunity to speak with you. Um, tell me about what's going on there. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh,
0: just monitoring the draw games and the jackpots as as always. Uh, and uh, we launched some new uh, scratch off. Oh, uh, some new scratch offs here for February called the Hot Seven.
3: Cool. Um, tell me so, about them.
0: Yeah, well, I tell you what, uh, Hot 7s is a fitting name. There's no better time of the year to, to welcome the Hoosier heat wave. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, I could go for that. Basically basically <laughs> inviting players to get fired up for a little more fun this winter, especially after all the snow that came last week <laughs> uh, with the new Hot 7s scratch up. So we're, we're looking to have some, some fun and entertaining opportunities for players. Uh, players have the opportunity to... Win instantly, or enter non-winning tickets into a second chance drawing, uh, second chance promotion using a free My Lottery account. And of course, you know, you know how uh, I go about these conversations. I always like to reiterate that the Hoosier Lottery and scratch offs and draw games are for players eighteen and old.
3: Absolutely, I'm looking at the tickets right now. You, they're easy to see. I, I think. <laughs> With the, easy to differentiate. Yeah, there's a there's a lot but, of fire on those tickets. That, that's right.
0: So uh, there's four different scratch offs that were launched as part of the Hot Sevens scratch off family. Players can choose from the one dollar Hot Sevens, the two dollar Fiery Sevens, the five dollar Sizzling Sevens, and the ten dollar Scorching Sevens. And there's chances to win up to two hundred seventy
3: seven thousand dollars instantly. Uh yeah. That that scorching sevens you can win good. Twenty twenty-five yeah, there, chances to win that too. Yep, yeah, and
0: and uh as I mentioned as well, non winning tickets uh can go into the my second chance promotion for chances to win up to seven thousand dollars. And then players uh may also multiply their entries up to seven times if they go onto our website or the app and play the second-chance meltdown Ooh. digital game. Wow. And all of that is open through April 11th for
3: uh, entering their non-winning Hot 7 scratch offs. That's cool. Now, I just noticed something else as I'm going through here. Indiana Pacers tickets? What's what's that? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I mentioned my lottery with
0: the hot seven scratch offs, and that's how you enter the, the My Second Chance promotion. Right. We, uh, some of the perks of being a part of My Lottery is the opportunity to win uh, other, other promotions and, and uh, prize opportunities. So uh, currently, through Sunday through February 13th, we have a My Lottery promotion, a, a VIP giveaway packages with the indiana pacers so if you sign up for free to become a my lottery member or confirm your existing my lottery membership you'll be eligible uh, for a chance to win one of five vip experiences at the february 25th indiana pacers home game in indianapolis and there's so there's one grand prize and uh four runners-up prizes all include tickets to the game parking passes and uh, you know just the the Gamebridge Fieldhouse experience. They also include prize packs, uh, prepaid gift cards. The grand prize winner has an opportunity to arrive early uh, as the players are warming up, a chance to go on center court as an honorary captain for the game, and also a behind the scenes tour of the Indiana Pacers facility.
3: Wow.
1: Uh,
0: a, num- a number of fun opportunities going on with this uh, My Lottery VIP giveaway with the Indiana Pacers.
3: That sounds like a cool night.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know we're we're definitely excited about uh, engaging, you know, having having these opportunities for players, uh, trying to provide experiences that uh, are certainly unique and uh, you know create lifetime memories. Have you ever been to a Pacers game? Uh, I I went last week, and, and really? I went because. It was Hoosier Lottery theme night with the Pacers. Uh, they were playing the Chicago Bulls, so the crowd was really into it, oh, you know, I... with the, uh, the, all, the, all the Chicago fans or uh, Chicago natives that live in Indiana. It's, like, it's a good, good rivalry in terms of the spirit of the crowd that, oh, yeah. that we've witnessed. But there yeah. were a number of Hoosier Lottery promotions going on Friday night, and we had our Hoosier Lottery mascots at the game. Uh, so, uh, I think uh, my, my favorite promotion was the Hoosier Lottery Scratch-Off Dance-Off. <laughs> Which, for, for about 90 seconds, the camera in the large scoreboard centered in on uh, participants, of course, 18 and older, uh, grooving to the music for the chance to win a,
3: a Hot 7 Scratch-Off prize pack. Well. There and you is, go. The crowd is into it. Let me tell you. Oh, I bet. Uh, I had a couple of friends that went to that game too. I oh. saw some pictures of it, but I've never been. I've always won, I was there for a uh, uh, state championship game one time in high school, but I've never been there for a Pacers game. Well, you, you need to make the trip. I need to. I need to win the prize from you guys. What yeah. I need to do. That be well, it? all right. So the website <laughs> so you can register for this is.
0: HoosierLottery.com backslash Pacers.
3: Okay. Let me head there right this very second, actually. I'll try to get on and, there. And so, again, this
0: promotion is, is open through Sunday, through February 13th. And, and the drawing will occur uh, next week, and we'll start reaching out to the winners. Perfect.
3: That's great. Um, where am I going? Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about the new Fast Play games, too.
0: Yep, so the uh, fast-play games are uh, instant uh, instant win uh, opportunities with fast-play games. Um, so, uh, you know, basically if you don't want to fill out a play slip or wait for a drawing, the fast-play games print directly from Hoosier
3: Lottery Terminals at retailers, and uh, you can play instantly to see if you want. There's a bunch of options on there, too. Um... What blizzard bingo? What you're wishing it on us again? Or...
2: <laughs> <laughs> no way. We don't need any more blizzards. No more snow.
3: No, no, that's that's why we started talking about hot seven scratch
1: offs to warm up your winter.
3: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunities there too. I'm looking that one up right now just to see what it, <laughs> what it does. So you can win twenty five hundred dollars on that one. That would that would buy a new snowblower, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. You did that last week. You were like you you got over a foot of snow, didn't you? Oh yeah. yes. Yeah, it was uh it was messy, to say the least. Yeah. Uh still is a little bit messy, but uh yeah. And
2: you and we're gonna get some more snow Friday. Not Hooray. a lot, though. No, but it's just another not something to deal with.
3: What did you guys have down there? It wasn't nearly as bad, was it? We had about six
0: or seven inches on the south side of Indianapolis, so it was, of course, touted as the, the, the massive snowstorm. But it didn't quite it didn't quite measure up to those uh,
3: Yeah, yeah, we got uh, a we got a thing with snow up here for some reason. Well, enjoy it. Yeah, Get the snowmobiles down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're right there. So yep. what what else going on new down there? Well,
0: I was. Uh, I know. I know you all like to look at the uh, the winners. Oh yeah. Uh, occur, uh, Marshall County and, and Plymouth area. So, uh, pulled up that page and you know seeing who's won uh, since the beginning of the year and saw a number of names uh, come up for for Plymouth. Uh, Walmart uh Walmart showed up as a selling location on a couple of occasions. I see uh Oh wow, cuz that prep. comes
2: out of a machine at Walmart. Instead yep, of, right, you know, the new, at the grocery. Yep. Yeah, so that's kind of cool.
0: Yep, the new machines at Walmart. Yep, they're uh, very very easy to use and uh right there at the, the front of the store. So, uh the most recent win we have uh up here is Leo Smith. Uh, winning from the uh, Power 20X scratch-off uh, at Family
3: Express. Family Express has a lot of winners.
2: <laughs> Cuz they sell a lot of tickets. Yeah, we're going to have
3: to we're going to have to start hanging out there, Kevin, I think.
2: I'm trying to see gosh, I really don't see anybody that I I recognize their anybody name. you can hit up for money, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> but I see uh Ron Reynolds won a $2,000 prize um, playing the Loaded 2000s at the Speedway in Plymouth. So that's nothing to sneeze about. You
3: know? No. Well,
0: I tell you what, so I, I would like to uh, let your listeners know about a promotion with WNDU uh, uh, with the Hot Seven Scratch Off. So uh, it's another promotion that can be entered with the Hot Seven tickets uh, through. Uh, the, it's an opportunity to win a, a variety of prize packs uh, within your area. So cool. uh, one of 10 $50 Hoosier Lottery prize packs are being given away. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's one of the stations in your area. Yep.
2: Cool. Uh, I, I, I see so. that every morning as I'm watching the news. <laughs> I see the yep. ads for the Hoosier Lottery. <laughs> this, So, yeah, they call it the Hot 7s, but the ticket says something different. It's like sizzling, hot. sizzling oh, there, sevens there, or something. There's a bunch of Right. So the one,
0: yeah. the $1 scratch off is the hot sevens. There's the $2 fiery sevens, uh, $5 sizzling sevens, and the $10 scorching sevens.
2: Oh, maybe it's... Scorching sevens. Ooh, okay. Scorching.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that is scorching. If you win it, that's scorching. Uh, that, that's a good chunk of money. It, it just tells you summer
0: is right around the corner, doesn't yeah, it? We
3: hope.
2: yeah (laughs) Yeah. yes sure jason that's exactly what i I didn't
0: i I didn't keep i didn't keep my eye uh clearly on the the groundhog and what happened (laughs) there so uh
3: didn't uh, the groundhog die i thought the groundhog died uh, like two days before he was supposed to or is that that another case I really brought up a downer of a
0: topic. There, and I, I, wasn't, I wasn't aware
3: of that. I saw that. it was Well, it was on the Internet. It had to be true, Jason. It had to be true. Oh, of uh,
1: course. Yeah. Sure.
3: Oh, okay, now I'm looking here, too. Um, it's something that um, in my house, it's kind of a rite of passage. When you turn 18, you get a lottery ticket. Uh, so it's also a good gift, and I'm thinking coming up if you're, you know, for – uh, Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day your sweetheart. Whatever. Yeah, if, I, yes. if your girlfriend is over eighteen, you get a nice little gift there.
0: Well, you hit it on the head with the uh, the age range there, and and you know, I'd also just like to say, we we the Huge lottery encourages players to to keep it
3: positive, know your game, set a limit, keep it fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, how was this? I know the last time we talked about a new uh, crossword. Kind of thing. Do you know how that's been selling? Because I know those are really popular with people. The the more intricate games they get to play.
0: Yeah, that's definitely what I can speak to in terms of talking to some of the the winners that come in uh, to our prize payment office. I mean, I I do hear quite often the crossword crossword games are very
3: popular. Yeah, it's a it's
0: a different it's a different type of game, and players really enjoy it.
3: Maybe it's because you know it's the uh, uh, American work ethic. They got to work a little harder for that money, and it it makes it more uh, uh, pleasant when you win.
0: Yeah, match match up the words and and count them up and see see how many you have. Yeah, it's definitely a game that is enjoyed.
3: So you're looking forward to summer, I'm sure.
0: Uh, I am, you know, I do, I do always enjoy a, a healthy snowfall, like what happened last week. Once that occurs, it's pretty much ready to move on.
3: And you guys got a lot of, I know that you guys get out in the summer a lot, the fair and stuff like that. I'm sure that's still going to go on this summer. Yeah, you know, I mean, last year looking at things was a lot different than than the outlook
0: for this year. Uh, yeah. You know, we were making all sorts of contingency plans last year and trying to understand uh, the environment uh, health and safety wise uh, this year. It feels like we've been through this routine and, and we we did. We put an extensive amount of planning into keeping things safe for players. Uh, we're proud of those efforts and just gives us more confidence heading into this summer. Uh, we're, we believe it's
3: gonna be a, a terrific summer and, and people are ready to, to get out
0: and enjoy themselves.
3: Now, we've talked before about you guys coming up here to the Blueberry Festival. So I'm going to put that bug in your ear too. That'd be a good uh, place to see people. It's a, it's a tremendous
0: festival and I know it is and I uh, would love to certainly love to be a part of it.
3: Well, I'll call a few people I know. I know <laughs> a guy. You know a guy. I know a guy. That's right. <laughs> so, we'll, <laughs> we'll work on that on this end. Uh, well, man, I want I want to thank you for coming on with us. Yeah, I always, uh, always look forward to, to hopping on with you and, and uh, catching up. So thanks for having me. That's not a problem, man. We'll look forward to it again next month.
2: And maybe the weather will be better. Oh, yeah. In March. Yeah. Than it was in February.
3: It will be. It will be. <laughs> uh,
0: if, if for no other reason than the fact that March Madness is starting. Oh, okay. It, All it right. changes everybody's tune, right? Yeah, I think it, so. It does. I think so. All
3: right. Well, man, thanks for joining us, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you again next month. All right. Take care now. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Ooh, very Jason, good. Always yeah, fun. definitely. Always has a lot of cool stuff going on. That's so. cool. Yeah.
2: Um, jump back to uh, a little bit of local news before we take our first break. A uh, Monterey man was arrested on Sunday, February 6th, about 1.50 in the morning. Officer Arnold with the Plymouth Police Department arrested 24-year-old Donald the third of Monterey. He was located in the 2000 block of Pidco Drive and arrested for possession of marijuana and possession of drug paraphernalia. His cash bond was set at $250 and he was released. Okay, he was arrested at 10 minutes till 2.00. And he was released at 3:30 in the morning that same day. Um, he will see uh, Marshall Superior Court to Judge Dean Colvin on March 8th uh, for his incident that happened.
3: Dean's a nice guy. He'll enjoy him.
2: Oh yes, Dean is such a such a great guy.
3: <laughs> yeah, he is. I yes. don't know don't know how he is at sentencing, but uh, you know, other than that, he's a he's a good guy.
2: There was also a Plymouth man arrested by city police for domestic battery. Uh, Friday night, February 4th, Plymouth police were dispatched to 307 North 5th Street about 10 o'clock for a fight. Central Dispatch had received a 911 emergency call about a physical fight. And following an investigation at the site, 33-year-old Christian Phillips of that 5th Street address was taken into custody for domestic battery. He was lodged in the Marshall County jail and held on a $1500 cash bond. He was released Sunday afternoon and will appear in Marshall Superior Court 3 on March oh, okay. 1st. So he'll 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 have some fun too.
3: Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun. <laughs> it's always fun.
2: Uh yeah. Um Wild Rose Moon Yeah. Has a Oh, open mics? Yes. Open mic coming yeah. up uh, the third Wednesday. What's the third Wednesday? It won't be this one.
3: Third Wednesday would be the 16th. Okay.
2: So, it'll be next Wednesday, they'll have open open mic from 9 until or six, 7 until 9 p.m um you do have to sign up for it though because Mm -hmm. they have so many people who are participating in that right uh you know it's a you got to see if you can get into the system with them so
3: yeah that's standard though pretty much anytime they have an open mic you got to go early enough to see if there's enough room for you to yeah earlier you get there the better if you want to perform
2: all right why don't we take our first break of the morning
3: we can do that okay um Okay, now don't I'm have really, prize? I'm freaked out. What? I am completely freaked out.
2: You have one dice.
3: The other day. one disappeared. And I'm freaked out because I don't know where it is. Okay, not only do they change color, they seem to ha- just walk off on their own. Yes. So this is, this is, fr- Bob, Bob, I'm, you know, Bob, you need to get these. Anyway, get these dice under control. Uh we are going to give this is a lottery ticket. Got a scratch off. Cool. Uh it you,
2: must be an expensive lottery oh, it ticket is. if it's you, only one.
3: You can win up to 500,000 bucks on this one it's a $20 ticket. So okay. uh, thanks Jason. And uh we'll uh we'll give that to you. caller number. Now I got to roll the other two dice. <laughs> Caller number 8 at 936-4096, 574-936-4096. If you have won a lottery ticket from us in the last six months, please give other folks a shot at this wonderful money multiplier scratch-off from the Hoosier Lottery. 574-936-4096. Caller number 8. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County with programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price. You can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane seriously local
2: the marshall county commissioners will conduct a public hearing on the proposed establishment of a regional sewer district on monday february 21st at 6 p.m the public hearing will be held in the county building during the public hearing, property owners and interested parties will have the opportunity to make comments and ask questions. Documents for the Marshall County Regional Sewer District are available at the Plymouth Public Library and online at www.jpronesource.com/marshall-county-rsd once again the public hearing will be held on February 21st at 6 p.m. in the county building are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal when you choose apex waste there's no long-term contracts no hidden fees no taxes and no hidden cost what they say is what you pay apex waste is not only a local family owned and operated company but a company dedicated to reliable friendly service, meeting and exceeding expectations. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. I want to be a billionaire
4: so freaking bad by all of the things I never had.
5: a different city. You're tuned to FM 106.1 and AM 1050 WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. And what's your opinion? Phone lines are open at 574-936-4096. So call now and join the fun. Now here's Kathy and Rusty.
3: All right. Uh, Nancy is our winner of our...
2: $20 your scratch Lottery scratch-off. So,
3: Nancy, ticket. you may not be a billionaire, but you could be a <laughs> thousandaire with this one. A uh, half a millionaire, actually. So, uh, Who knows? Yep. Yeah, very good.
2: There are some lucky tickets out there somewhere. Yeah, there are. We'll as a matter it. of fact. She gets it. Very good. Uh, Rusty, we yeah. have guests in the studio with yes, us today. Do. Yes, we, we have do. Have a couple we I'm sure of they students.
3: both want to be billionaires
2: someday. No, so, definitely. yeah. yeah. We have a couple of students from Argus High School. I'm going to let you guys introduce yourself. When you do, will you tell us um, your age, what grade you're in, and who your parents are, maybe? Okay.
5: All right. I am Kara Savansky. I am a senior. And my parents are Terry Savansky and Michael Savansky.
4: I am Peyton Hackman, and I am a junior. And my parents are Doug and Stephanie Hackman.
5: Very
2: good. Okay, guys. You are members of BPA. So first off, I think we need to explain to our listeners what BPA is.
5: All right, BPA stands for Business Professionals of America. So we are a business-based organization. And within that organization, we have, at our school, about 25 members across Indiana. It is, of course, a lot more. And there's a bunch of different schools involved and we have three primary competitions that we do throughout the year. We have a regional competition, a state competition, and then a national competition. And within those competitions, each individual student can pick from a huge list of different competitions that they want to compete in. And we like for students to do a judge-based competition where they have to speak in front of judges and then a non-judge competition. So for example, I've done things like interview skills, I've done word processing where you type up documents. What have you done?
4: My, my different events have included digital media production, payroll accounting, and small business management. Um, so th- there's different categories. We have finance, healthcare administration concepts, um, business management. There's there's several different ones um, that encourage students later on to use their business acumen in their professional careers after high school and in college.
2: And so you don't do like little competitions leading up to this. I mean, you just jump in big right into the regional part of it. Yes, right. we do. That's it's interesting. So. You, Do you practice
5: ahead of time?
2: (laughs) Yes. So you know, like, okay, I'm going to pick this event, so somebody helps you practice and get ready? Yes,
5: so especially with the unjudged events, so the ones that you take tests for or you type Mm -hmm. up documents for, there are specific study guides and like reference manuals that help you learn what you're supposed to do. And we have a bunch of different study sessions at our school where students come in, they get help from our advisors, or they look at their reference manuals. We have a bunch of different ways that students can get help before the competition.
4: Okay.
2: Um, now, there
3: are team events too, like where you get together in a group, correct? Yes. Okay. There That's are.
5: correct.
4: So it's my small business management yeah. that I recently had, I had a team of three. Okay. And does each
2: person do a a specific part of it, or is it all of you working together to produce one thing?
4: Generally, it's everyone working together to produce one thing. But with small business management, there's a lot of different facets involved. So I focused mainly on the finance point of things, and my business or my my partners they focused on um, the design and layout, and maybe the marketing plan and other things to go into it.
2: I mean, it's really getting you prepared when you get out to go go on into business. at some kind of a business yes. thing. Is that what you guys are thinking of in the future for after high school?
5: So I am actually not. Um, <laughs> right now, my plan is I'm going to Butler. So I will be majoring in health sciences there. But I feel like being involved in BPA has really just helped me with not only the business aspect of things but just becoming a better leader within my community overall because we have the healthcare aspect within bpa right. that i've taken events and right now i also am actually on our bpa state team so i go to Indy and do a bunch of stuff with another group of individuals Oh my and so being on that team has really just prepared me for my future in ways not just related to business that's amazing
2: actually unbelievable yeah. you know so you you ahead of time some of these you, you practice and you but then when you get there they give you a problem to solve and and you don't know exactly what it is i mean and then you they
4: give you a time limit do they and you had to come up with something and and present it Right. So that's that's fairly similar to what it is. So for small business management, we had a scenario that we had to um, depict somebody's problems with their business. And um, at state, when we move on, we received first place at regionals um, at state. When we move on, they're going to give us um, a curveball, if you will, that we'll, we'll have to solve within a, about 20 minutes or so. Um, and so there's a lot of different pieces involved that really gets the, the whole team going. Um, And it, gosh, I can tell by just you, too, that the public speaking
2: part of it um, is another positive aspect from it.
5: It definitely is. I did a prepared speech my freshman year. And so that was kind of my first real public speaking type of event. And that has definitely helped me even moving forward in life with different public speaking things that I've done.
2: And so BPA, I mean, you can join that as a freshman and go through it all four years. There's That's correct. also
5: a middle school level. We do not have oh, that yeah. at our school as of right now, but I know many different schools that do have a middle school level.
2: That's amazing. Um, now, who helps you prepare for this? Um, there has to be some teachers or something that you know kind of step up and help you guys.
4: Right, and so a lot of our our work is individually based. Um, we have two advisors, Liz Kastner-Stanton and Angel Balsley. They stepped up. Um, brand new this year, and they've been great. Um, so our advisor last year, she um, had moved to Plymouth, um, and she is the BPA advisor ah, there now. Okay. Um, but our our advisors, they stepped up, and they have done a great job so far. So um, Kara's our region two president, and she, uh, she focuses on a lot of the administrative tasks of the region, and I'm our chapter vice president, so I've focused a lot on our fundraising. Um,
2: wow. Okay, let's talk about, uh, now, how many kids are going to state competition?
5: We only had two kids that did not place, but they are actually still going. Okay. So, I think it's around 25? 20, 23 or 25, yeah.
4: something like that.
2: Okay, and um, how, there, I mean, this is an overnight event?
5: Yes, it's actually a... Uh, two night event
4: yeah sunday monday tuesday
2: okay so you have to stay in obviously you can't keep driving back and forth (laughs) from indianapolis so you have to stay in indianapolis that means hotel rooms eating out that kind of stuff um i don't know is there cost to participate in the competition too yes okay so how is all of that money covered
4: a lot of that money and Traditionally, has been covered by the students themselves. They've had to pay out of pocket, and that's been about two hundred and eighty dollars per person, wow. um, which can get very pricey um, at mm-hmm. the state level. And nationals gets even higher. Even, yes, um, because you might
2: have to fly somewhere. Right, yeah. and
4: nationals this year, I believe, is it in Dallas, Texas? So of course <gasps> okay. you will. Yeah. Um. So t- traditionally, people pay themselves, but we have taken a different approach this year and focused on finding funds to really lower that cost and bring the bar down for students to participate in something that can help them later on in life. Okay, so I know you just finished up a a fundraiser um, involving
2: donuts. Yes. Right,
4: we had one (laughs) of your listeners place an order with us. Good,
2: (laughs) wonderful. So, um, and have you been doing events up to that, uh, fundraising events or –
4: Yes and no. So like I mentioned, uh, our advisors and myself, we've kind of focused on the fundraising section of things, and we have come up with a list of sponsors, and we've had a lot of gracious local businesses donate to us. Um, We've had a couple of local business owners come in and speak to our group, which has been very helpful, and they'll provide, (coughs) provide light on their experience and Um, what they do in their day-to-day lives and how they got started. And I think that's good for our members to see, um, seeing someone accomplish a lot that Mm -hmm. maybe started where they are.
2: Okay. So right now you're just in the the phase of, talking to businesses and individuals for direct donations to help you guys out.
4: That, yes, that's exactly what we've done so far. We, we look forward to, you know, any donation It's great, but when we can also have those business owners and their administration come in and work with us, that's, I mean, that's the real donation, donation of time, donation of funds, of course, because Mm -hmm. we're very cost driven, but I think that we have had a lot of success with people coming in and talking about their personal experiences.
5: We also have a fundraiser going on right now, actually, until Valentine's Day with Fern Balls Jewelry right in Plymouth. Yes. We have a deal going on with them that if you spend $99 or more with them, you get a dozen roses from them, but they will also donate $10 to our BPA organization. So it's a amazing deal that would really help us out.
4: Right, just mentioning Argus BPA or if you're from Argus or mention Argus at all and you will get us some form of donation from Fern Balls Jewelry Store. Oh, that's cool, mm-hmm. wonderful.
3: This sounds like something that, I mean, your advisor has got to be happy that you're in the midst of fundraising, not just for the money, but this is a skill too, learning how to do this because one of you might end up working for a nonprofit or something like that. And this would be part of that business experience that you need to to do that
4: job. Right. I think that I think that the fundraising part of things was something that we were previously not accustomed to. Like I mentioned, everyone was paying out of pocket, so it wasn't really necessary. Um, But when we started this, it was was very new, and it just kind of came naturally as we started reaching out to different people and reaching out for their thoughts and opinions and we're very grateful for all yeah. the help and support we've received so far.
3: Creating those relationships is really like the biggest part of business. I, I've always been told. I'm, right. Yes. I'm yes. a terrible businessman.
4: <laughs> <I'm>,
2: <laughs> but, but you know, you do you on you, you, your piece of the job is different than. Oh yeah, so I just sit
3: here and talk. As yeah. long as I can talk, I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Very good. Now, when you. Do you actually approach a business in person or do you send a letter to them or call them on the phone or an email
4: or? All of the above. I've I've done all of the above before. I've um, shown up at businesses and, you know, asked to speak to the general management or set an appointment. I've spoken to people over the phone. We've we came up with a flyer um, that told about what BPA was and what we're raising money for and things of that nature. And we sent that out in an email and we got a very positive response from several different uh, businesses within the community. And even in Fulton County, we had some response, which was great. Wow. That's wonderful. Um, When is the state competition?
5: It will take place from March 13th to March 15th, right in downtown Indy at the Marriott.
2: Okay. So, I mean, you're getting close to the crunch time here. Yes, we are. Uh, I mean, it would be nice, you know, to know way ahead of time how much uh, that you've got covered for each student who's going. So that's kind of interesting.
4: Right. And we've we figured out that our cost this year, we received our invoice. It's about $4,500 and it's due on, I believe, March 6th. Um, so we are still in the process and receiving donations <laughs> to get us over that final line. So we're getting closer, but everything helps. Okay, so anybody who's listening,
2: that ten dollar donation or that hundred dollar donation or whatever it may be, um, makes a difference. So don't think a small donation
4: will do them no good. Right. Because small donations add up quickly. Correct. So, um, and we've seen that. Yes. In the in the past few months, we've seen that very quickly that the small donations really add up and make the difference.
2: So. Especially you, Argus alumni who may be listening today. Um, You know, definitely you should be supporting this. But actually, it's wonderful that Firmballs is doing an event for you. So go to Firmballs. Valentine's Day is coming up. Spend $99 uh, at least on something, and you're going to get roses to go with it. But the BPA in Argus is also going to get a donation from Firmball, so that's a great opportunity. Yes, it's
5: a really great opportunity.
2: And and they're donating ten dollars, so if somebody's listening wants to donate ten dollars, you can do it that way. Now, do you have a an like an online way that people can donate, or do they have to go down to the schools?
4: We don't really have an online way. Okay. However, they can. Um, reach out to the school and find out somebody's contact information. We'd be happy to work with them. Even if we had to come pick up payment and we would, we would, we would work, we would work it out either way. Um, But most traditionally people mail uh, checks or cash either way.
2: Well, you know, I only ask because you guys are young and you're into the technology. So there's all this way you can transfer money anymore from, you know, here to there and, and not touch it, oh, just yeah. you know right. it just yeah. magically moves. <laughs>
4: <our, laughs> your listener that bought donuts from us, she just sent money through Venmo to our you- our advisor and she got her donut. Okay. Well she's, she'll be getting those tomorrow they arrive. So we're <laughs> we're very happy for her support. Very good. I can't
3: use Venmo. <laughs> Everybody uh, yes, in my family knows how to do it. I'm like, ah, I'm yeah. too busy. I'm not going to learn. <laughs> I don't have any money to give anybody anyway.
2: I'm so. old school. I just would put it in an envelope and send it down. <laughs> There's so, nothing wrong with that. You know, that's okay. But everybody needs to, you know, be thinking about it. So can you guys talk a little bit about some of the, some de- in detail a little bit about some of the competitions that you have participated in and, and what you've had to do?
5: Yeah. So every single year that I've been involved in BPA, which is four years now, I've moved up in levels in an event called word processing. So I started in basic and then went to intermediate and Mm -hmm. now I'm in advanced word processing. And so what I do is I have my reference manual and you can actually take that into the test with you. And it has a bunch of different types of documents. So like letters, memorandums, agendas, basically anything you can think of that you'd have to type up and then your test you're given three different types of those documents and they're all like jumbled and messed up there might be errors in them and so you flip through your reference manual and then you try to put them into like the correct order the correct format and you have i think it's 90 minutes to do however many you're given it's normally three or four and so you just type those up send them in and then you get your results and i've done pretty well in it i got first this year i don't remember my placings before but i've gone to state each year for it and then my most recent event was the health procedures event and so with that it's just a multiple choice test you just take the test based on healthcare knowledge and different Body systems, different healthcare procedures, all that different kind of things. So it's basically a huge, broad range but you're just testing your knowledge on different healthcare systems and procedures. So like, did
2: you take biology or something? Yeah, in high school. So that that kind of helps you. I've into taken that?
5: biology, chemistry, AP biology and chemistry, anatomy. I've taken a lot of different <laughs> science classes, so I was prepared. And that, that's helpful.
2: Okay, that's interesting.
4: Uh, All right, Peyton, and you? My event, so for the first two years of BPA, so freshman and sophomore year, I participated in what's called digital media production, where you are given an advertisement that needs to be made, and you create an advertisement based on a company's needs. And uh, previously, I used to work at RTC Communications in Rochester in the video department, so I had experience there. And uh, I had advanced both times in that event. And uh, my second event was healthcare administration concepts, which is... Um, different terms that you would use in a medical professional setting and um, it just tests you over some of those different bylaws and practices that are involved in healthcare.
2: Like everybody says
4: HIPAA. Right, yes. Now,
2: do you know what HIPAA stands for?
4: It's been a couple of years since I've been in that <laughs> event, particularly, like I mentioned. But- so this this last year, my, my events were payroll accounting and small business management. So um, like Kara said, it's, payroll accounting is a test. So um, you go in and they give you um, different scenarios and pieces of information on um, maybe it's somebody's paycheck and you're breaking down the um, biweekly or hourly rate and things of that nature and interest rates and Things that things that would go into payroll accounting, um, small business management. Like I told you before, was um, was the someone's scenario. That's the problem, team event. That's that the did. team event. Okay. That's okay. correct. That's somebody's um, issues that they're having with their business, and you come up with a full modeled plan on how to solve those issues. So,
2: like, what kind of an issue have you seen?
4: So, our last one that we're we were we're in right now is uh, JJ's food truck. So JJ's food truck has quality control issues and we had to come up with a financial plan on how to get away from those quality control issues and um, if he should stay in a permanent restaurant location or if he should stay in the food truck. Now, personally, before this, I knew nothing about food trucks, <laughs> but for weeks at a time, we had to you know, figure out everything we needed to know about food trucks. So when it came time to present, we, we knew what was going on. Um, I think the most challenging and the best part about that was there was no numbers included which is very interesting to me because I'm a very numbers oriented person um so we had to use a lot of general data which we found was what they wanted in our in our presentation so I'm guessing you take a lot of math classes um yes and no I I mean <laughs> just We. I mean, just general math but um I Like I mentioned, I've worked at a few different businesses right now. I work at uh, Sequel Wire and Cable and Argus, and um, I work in their finance department as well.
2: Wow. And you're in high school. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. You guys are amazing. Thank you. I mean, it's, it's great to have students that are like, okay, a lot of times we have kids that come in and they're like, Yes. Or okay, yeah, we do that, and they don't. They don't explain. They don't. You know, they they can't talk, and it's like you guys are crazy.
4: I think when we have our our regional and our state and national leadership conferences, to have all those students, because BPA is a national organization. Um, to have all of those students in one central localized place and you know to interact with each other it's very interesting because you know on a day-to-day basis Karen and I are going to go back to high school today and we're going to we're just going to kind of keep to Be ourselves and do the
2: <laughs> normal thing. We're yes. going to do our
4: normal thing but um, you know when we get together with so many BPA mem- BPA members that are focused in their areas of professionalism it's it's very interesting um, and I found that every time I go to state I mean it's just it's fascinating it, it
2: there's is there's something too i've noticed in like photos of of the bpa club here is the dress yes. so th- that that's something that is also taught how to dress appropriately to be in the business world
5: right so it depends on your competition we have business casual and business professional so again the like test events like we were talking about earlier that's just business casual so you just have to wear dress pants dress shirt nice shoes no jeans ever so Uh it always has to be khakis or dress pants but then you don't
3: even want to talk about what i'm
0: wearing
5: (laughs) (laughs) but then the business professional side is when you're in front of the judges in those team events or a speech or anything like that you want to look more presentable so skirts, actual pantsuits, all those kind of things. So it just kind of depends on your event. But I feel like the prestige of how we need to dress really just kind of shows the type of organization we are. We have a bunch of mature kids who really want to be there. And when you dress like that, I feel like it makes us feel important and special. And so just that community sense really brings everyone together in that way.
2: And painting for the guys, it would be the same thing, although I would imagine in the professional side of things, when you get into the big one, I mean, some kids would show up with suit and ties.
4: Right. So at our state and regional, um, regional events, just a day type of situation. But at state, you're there for several nights. Um, So when you're seen in the lobbies that you're expected to be in business casual at the very minimum. So dress pants, a dress shirt. It doesn't have to be a full on suit. Um, but when, yes, when you're presenting in front of judges, a suit tie typically is the, the standard. Um, we have a lot of different what we call open sessions where we um, allow students to go at their leisure during state and national convention where they are enabled to learn more about dressing professionally and maybe where to shop and some of those different things and how to do those things on a budget, like I mentioned. You know, we're sure. we're in a small rural community, and maybe not everyone has the financial resources to do that. Um, but through BPA, we have different resources to um, maybe open your eyes to different, different facets, different ideas on how to get there.
2: Wow! So
3: I'm going to suggest a new competition. How about Zoom? Uh, Zoom dress, where you could, you know, you can wear <laughs> pajama pants, but you you still have that tie thing. You going have the shirt on, and so. tie on, yeah. and your pajama yeah.
2: pants
4: yeah. on. Sounds the
3: good to me. Yeah. <laughs> I think you ought to have a category of that Zoom dress.
4: Kara and I were just discussing this. We had breakfast before. I was just telling her how I prefer in-person meetings as opposed to Zoom.
3: Oh, I think everybody does. <laughs> <I gotta laughs> it's agree kind of. With you. It is
2: kind of funny though, because I've been doing a lot more meetings that way, and. When I look at some of the people who are online, now I I cover my my camera and I turn my camera <laughs> off and my mic off because I'm really just there listening so I can take notes and, and, and report on what's happening at the meeting. But there almost needs to be something for folks like, okay, if you're going to attend a Zoom meeting, look at the background. What's on the wall behind you where you're sitting? It's that much. And, you know, do you need to have the lights on in the room or can you have the lights off? And what do you do with the dog? You know, you really don't need your dog coming in there barking and
4: Right. There's a there's a certain etiquette that comes yes. with it as well that makes it just to have more difficult for people. Yeah. It, turn it, your it, mic off when you're not oh, speaking. Yes. Turn it headwind. on when you turn are. Turn it on yeah. when you are. <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly.
3: Yeah. Um that's got to I'm I'm betting that'll end up in one of your competitions eventually, because a lot of people are doing business that way now. That's
5: very true. With changing times, I have a feeling that we will be seeing new competitions.
3: Now, you have some technological related, I mean, obviously the commercial stuff, but there's some other stuff that you guys do. Right, we
4: have a lot of IT and um, what they call C++ events, which um, people that are, very technologically inclined, participate in coding projects right. and very very complicated um, events. I don't think we have anyone from our chapter no, that that participates in those specifically. However, um, at the events, like I mentioned, when you we get everybody together and different expertise, it's it's so interesting to see.
2: While you're down at uh, Indianapolis at state convention, um, are, are there are there other things for you to do when you're not in competition? Do you have to sit and, and watch, you know, the other competitions? Or are there is there a place to go where they have lots of little booths? and?
5: There's a lot of stuff. So as okay. I mentioned earlier, I'm on our state team. So it's me and about 12 other individuals. And it's all of the region presidents. So we have 12 regions and then five actual state officers, so like our state president and things like that. And so we as individuals are in charge of planning the whole entire state conference that we have so I'm actually going to Indy this weekend for our final meeting before state but we make sure that there are always things going on if you're not competing so for example I think it's Sunday in the afternoon once people get there there's a college fair with about 20 different colleges for students to go and see we have some fun things planned that we can't announce yet but (laughs) they'll be fun when we're there and then we also have general sessions each night So we, as an officer team, put on a whole entire script. We talk in front of everyone that's at state and we give presentations we have guest speakers come in and talk we also this year have a magician that will be performing for like a fun little breakup of all like the stress of competing Mm -hmm. so there's a bunch of different things going on and then also throughout the day like peyton mentioned earlier we have like open sessions where students can come and learn about dressing professionally doing interviews there's all different sorts of things as well as open tests where you just take a test just for fun to see how you do. (laughs) And the top 10 get announced at our award session. So there's a bunch of different things going on at state, but, but in
2: your
4: suitcase, there will not be a pair of blue jeans.
2: No, No, absolutely not.
4: The whole time. Okay. (sighs) Right. And like Kara mentioned, we have the, the student leadership team. They put on everything. I mean, um, the, The region coordinators and things, they're responsible for maybe placing the purchase order for a hotel and everything, but the officer team really plans everything, even at national Mm -hmm. convention. And there's, what, maybe 1,200 members or so at at state alone, so um, it gets pretty complicated, I could imagine, to uh, plan um like Kara said she's graduating this year and she actually got the lily scholarship um oh, so wonderful. she will be attending Butler so I um this weekend will be in Indianapolis running for her position next year
2: so Really? yeah oh running
4: for goodness. her position of region two president so
2: you're you you have like a campaign speech and all of that
4: that is my that's on the docket for the rest of today and yes. tomorrow <laughs> I am writing my speech and uh we have a lot of different um, things to go into it but yes yeah, so that's that will be oh that's fantastic. that's on the agenda for this weekend
2: wow uh, you guys you guys just amazing <laughs> just like shocked that high school students are well and you're so enthusiastic and energetic yeah. it's just wonderful yep. it
4: really is i think it's definitely helped in the climate we're in today especially with people's worth work ethic we all we all know obviously there's a a massive jobs crisis people are hiring everywhere um, including where i work you know we're we're always looking for new care works and she her place of employment they're always looking for new place people as well Um, but i think it's provided an opportunity for students within bpa and that participate in these professional um, professional events to maybe step up to those managerial positions at a much earlier time than they would have been mm-hmm. able to 10, 15 years ago.
2: Oh, definitely fresh out
4: of college or maybe even fresh out of high school. You might mm-hmm. be able to score a, a lead managing position, um, you know, with your experience through BPA or your personal experience that you've had.
5: And kind of talking yes. like with that, I feel like everyone who's in BPA, I know at least at our school and I've seen it at a bunch of different schools as well. BPA is not the only thing that they are involved in. We see so many different well-rounded students who are involved in different sports, different clubs like Student Council and National Honor Society. We see all of these students who are balancing not just BPA, but other extracurricular activities Mm -hmm. as well. And I think that is just amazing.
2: Okay, so what are you guys involved in personally?
5: (laughs) I'm involved in quite a lot. I do show choir, musicals, pet band. I'm in student council, Sunshine Society, which is kind of only to our school, I think. I think so, yeah. But um, National Honor Society, Leo's, obviously BPA. I do softball, so I'm kind of all over. And then I work as well, so. And you
2: work, (laughs) how do you
5: get time for
4: this?
2: (laughs) And go to school at the same time, it's amazing. Okay,
4: and Peyton, you right, and I'm involved in show choir and musicals and uh, tech theater and a variety of different things that, like Kara mentioned, we do, we have a lot of students in our in our membership, and I'm sure other chapters throughout the state and in the organization nationally that are involved in so many other activities, and they're able to, you know, take. I, I think a lot of people. We've had a couple members this year um, that maybe straight away in the past because they were like, oh, I have sports and I, I don't have the time for this. Mm. But they really stepped up and they were able to see that it was able able to happen. And I think that later on, it's going to make all the difference in their lives.
2: Well, I think being able to judge or schedule like, OK, uh, what do I have today? You know, you're looking ahead and you're getting prepared. Um, you know, most kids go to high school. It's like, OK, come on. I need a ride to school, mom. Put the backpack on, fridge out the door and- Right. And I go to school and, like, oh, yeah, I got volleyball practice tonight. You know, I'll be home at six. Pick me up at the high school. Basically, you know, but when you're involved in so many other different things, you know, they do have, a, they can overlap. And so you've yes. got to figure out how to make this all work.
5: I'm going to be honest. I have a color coded calendar in my room, <laughs> like keeping track of everything I have to do. And yeah, you're right. At a lot of times, they do overlap. For example, I know. Tomorrow night, I have musical practice, and I also have a pet band game, so there's going to be some overlapping there, and same with like musical and softball. So we do see a lot of overlapping, but I feel like especially because we're from such a small school, every every coach, every advisor really works together to make mm-hmm. sure that you are where you need to be, and they make sure that you can do everything possible.
2: If you have to run out from this in the middle to go do something over there, it works fine. Yes. That's great. And, and that, that's it. That is one of the benefits of being in a smaller school that, you know, they are more flexible so you can do that, but it's amazing. So uh, once again, we, you guys are looking for donations. You're fundraising now right. for your state tournament
4: and you're just asking people to support you. Right. Business owners, regular members from the community. Um, any support really helps and it gets us far.
2: Okay, so they could just mail it down to Argus High School and put on the front of a BPA or something like that? Mail it down,
4: you can drop it off or, you know, like I mentioned, we can work with you on any other different ways of collecting payment.
2: Very good. Well, and one of your teachers does live in, Plymouth, in the Plymouth community too. Yes, so, she does. Or your advisor. So if you know, you know Liz Kazurstatin, you can you can get a hold of her up here. So right. that makes it a little bit easier. If you know
4: a teacher at Argus, or if you know a student, you can reach out to yep. them and find other ways to <laughs> to do it. We are very flexible.
2: Very good. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming in this morning.
4: Of course, thank, thank you, you it was for having us. Fun
2: to have you here. It's really been educational i think and interesting for our listeners to learn a little bit about an organization i think people think oh you're involved in bpa that's some fun you know whatever you go to somewhere and you type or what you know they have no real clue about what what it includes and if you see these kids you would realize you know there's a lot more to bpa than just typing and math
5: yeah (laughs) very good
2: well, thank you for coming in this morning. Thank
5: you for having us. We All take right. a break. Rusty? We can
2: take a break. We got one to take, so
5: okay. we'll
3: be right back
2: Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long term contracts, no hidden fees, no taxes, and no hidden cost. What they say is what you pay. Apex Waste is not only a local family owned and operated company, but a company dedicated to reliable, friendly service, meeting and exceeding expectations. Call Apex Waste at 574 896. Apex. That's 574-896-2739. The Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic all grades of bp gasoline have invigorator a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank and that means more easy going for you and how about the fuel you put in your own tank the belmart bp station has gatorade thirst quencher two for 350 or the new Buy A Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, two for four dollars. Check out the Bellmark Coffee Bar with hyper caffeinated Jamaica Me Crazy, Blueberry Muffin, or Decaf Coffee. Plymouth Belmont BP opens at 4 a.m. for all you early birds.
1: out and dial 574-936-4096
2: or text 574-307-6647 and be part of the show. Now let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana.
3: Wish I had my whistle.
2: A whistle?
1: Yeah.
3: Got the uh, little referee's whistle and it said, It's night. Dance, poppy kind of thing. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, it's Wednesday. Thank goodness. Yeah.
2: We're halfway. We're halfway through the week. Yeah. Whew. Gotta gotta get some more energy going here. Yeah. Look in and my my bottle of water. I'm just under the nine o'clock drink. I was so gonna say yesterday. I gotta drink some water.
3: Yesterday you were at the uh, you were over the eleven o'clock line <laughs> yeah. at this point. Uh, so
2: I, I have to drink some more water. Mm-hmm. To help out,
3: then. I'll have some more coffee while you're doing all it. All right,
2: you do that. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I, I think we did all the news, so oh, good. there's no news to talk about, okay. really. I mean, there is news. I, I mean, I tried to go to the Triton meeting last night, or the uh, Br- Bourbon Town Council meeting last night, but they had issues with their Facebook Live
3: oh, link okay, up. Yeah.
2: Um, and so, actually, Bob... From atheist computers is going to meet with them this week and help them on that. Oh, issue. that's good. So I'm, I'm grateful about that. But uh, I know Ward did send me some stuff this morning uh, telling me what happened at that meeting. So we'll have that to report on. I'll have uh, something to report on tomorrow from uh, the Culver Town Council meeting, too. I was able to attend that meeting. Well. And last night, I also attended the Marshall County Board of Zoning Appeals meeting online. You know these online meetings I, I I was supposed to do I actually would have had 3 What was the second one? I I I bourbon? Yeah. Maybe then it was Culver. Bourbon? It might have been Culver. And then I I think it was. I think it was Bourbon Culver and then I did the county meeting last night. Yeah. So, sitting at home in my recliner, with my water bottle, and maybe a little snack.
3: Um, yeah, and, you got all the way to nine p.m. on your little yeah, water bottle and I there. and I
2: did. I mean, I didn't get it emptied, but I got close to being empty. So
3: I um, don't have a problem with that. I think I've got some kind of a um, obsession.
2: I, I thought I drank a lot of water, oh, I drink but it. in reality, when I started to think about it it's like maybe i don't drink as much as yeah. i thought because really the only thing i do drink is water now right. yesterday i did have a diet pepsi um which is unusual for me i yeah. don't usually drink pop but i was like hey, i think i need a diet pepsi so um and it, and so my diet pepsi you know could right. have accounted for some of the water that i oh yeah you know the liquid that i didn't get down
3: but i guess i'm Weirded uh, ever since I can remember, I've always got to have a glass of something in my hand. Doesn't matter, just some kind of liquid, water, soda, juice, coffee, uh, adult beverages. Uh, I you mean, every i in your for some reason, I've always got a glass of something near me. I think that's better time. than
2: you know, like maybe cigarettes or cigars, you know, always in your hands. Yeah, I don't, yes, I don't know how anybody could. That's could
3: deal off. with that. But, uh, Dwayne, how you doing?
1: Hey, good. Hey, how's Campbell taking this weather?
3: I don't know. The camel and I don't talk anymore. <laughs> We're having a falling out.
1: Well, I heard
2: it this morning. Yeah, he's... That's not like cold weather.
3: He's still under his uh, contract, but we don't talk anymore. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I suppose it's humpter frozen, aren't they? That could be. You
2: got to kill... Yeah, he's he's definitely thinking about heading down south, you know, to some sunshine and palm trees for a while. Okay.
1: Where do you keep him during the day?
2: Oh, he
3: he lives in the penthouse with his entourage.
1: Ah. Yeah. Okay. Where yeah, he, we're not welcome to no, show. No, we're
3: not. We're not able to go to the the penthouse. He won't let us come up there.
1: Well, I was just concerned. I had to check.
3: All right. Well, you know, you now you know.
1: Hey, by the way, the lake—it looks like it's got a blanket of uh, white shag carpeting over the whole
2: thing. <laughs> well, Any ice fishermen out there this morning? No. Oh, I don't blame them. Must, must be
1: too cold for them.
3: Yeah. See, I'm—I'm I'm not going out on ice that has snow on it. <laughs> Well, it's kind of dangerous. You might hit a spot where you'd see it if it was not snow-covered. Where you
2: oh, it's a little suddenly more dangerous? take a swim. Yeah, <laughs> okay.
3: yeah, I'm not. Okay. It won't snow off the thing.
1: Well, they say it's spring-fed, so I would be a little concerned. Yeah, if it's
3: if you can't see the uh, can't see the dark spot in the ice, you might go in it. So.
1: I'm waiting to see the snowmobiles and
3: the four wheelers out here.
2: Oh wow!
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. might be. Uh, might be soon. I don't see the. Uh, don't see the weather heating up anytime soon. Although it is kind of supposed to rain this week, so we'll see. Well, it's Indiana. It could be anything. Hell,
1: yeah. it could be eighty. Yeah, weekend. you're right.
3: I'd be okay with that.
1: Well, not just yet. We don't want to see all this flooding back. Uh, I don't know with too many floods in Plymouth.
3: Yeah, there's, there's that. But I think I, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna make everybody. Ent- I think I kind of take flooding if I can have eighty degrees. <laughs> I'd deal with Woo! it. I'd buy a boat. I think. Uh yeah, I'd figure out a way to deal with it if I could have eighty degrees right now. I I
2: I I'd, I'd be satisfied with sixty-five right now. Oh, no, I mean, because get... it would feel. I mean, I I'm definitely you know the seventy-five, eighty-five person. If but you're
3: gonna go to sixty-five, you may as well go the full boat and get to eighty-five. You may as well do that.
2: Mm, I, I you know just a just a little more comfort. That's all yeah, I'm looking for.
1: Well, I just had to yank your chain. i got to get back to my pie.
2: All right.
3: Enjoy.
1: See you. Have have a good day. You too. All right.
3: Um, If you're going to go to 65, you need to go (laughs) all Just, you know, don't halfway it.
2: I should get a hold of my daughter because I think.
3: think Go big or go home, Kathy. I think the
2: weather down there is going to be really nice today. Actually, I, I don't know if my phone will tell me.
3: Oh, uh, South Carolina this time of year. Yeah, well, they've okay. had
2: they have had a variety, just like we have. I mean, they had three days off. They had three days off for snow too.
3: Yeah, it,
2: it it's
3: it might be. I I've been down there this time of year a lot. Back in the day, that's been my God. You realize how many years ago that was? <laughs>
2: so I'm beginning
3: to feel really old when i look at how long it's been since i was coach but they
2: are supposed to have uh, 59 degrees today 64 on thursday 64 on friday and 66 on saturday
3: see that was what it
2: normally lots of sunshine
3: that's what it normally was we'd have well if there was sunshine it'd be a lot warmer like maybe it just felt that way it'd feel like 75 or so but then even at that at night, we had some night games where it was like, why didn't I bring my winter
2: coat? <laughs> yes. It is cold <laughs> out here. Uh, yeah.
3: So uh, as soon as that sun goes down this time of year, even there, it gets
2: pretty
3: chilly. So, I don't know. Still good weather. Still take it.
2: Okay. Well, you know what? What? I think it's time for you to play some more. Oh, music. it is? Oh, it is? Yeah, well, I do. I, guess
3: I better grab the, Oh,
2: I'm working on birthdays on my out of my book too. Okay, well, let me take a quick. Well, you know, this I, one is I isn't. don't have a lot of February birthdays. What's with people? They I even, don't know. Oh, uh,
3: yeah, I I don't have any today, by the way. So if you don't have any, we don't have any. No
2: birthdays today. But
3: if we don't have any birthdays, that just means your chances are better for four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe, free small drink from the Coffee Lodge, and we have our. Uh, Drawing on Friday. I do want to mention a belated birthday. My dog turned two yesterday, so it was a happy day in our home. We took her out for a nice lunch. Um, got some ice cream. cake. Okay? so happy birthday to Bandit.
2: Aw, so nice of you. Well,
3: you know, she is my walking buddy. Very so, good. Um, Anyway. Very right. nice. That's our that's our birthday for today. She she'll be very happy with the four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe. However, not sure that the coffee would be a good idea. She is still a puppy, and that would be kind of frightening to see her more active. Uh, time for anniversaries. Don't have any of those yet either. Uh, so or today, I should say either. I think we had one a couple of days ago. Get your anniversary in here; you'll be eligible. Or 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. It's $50 from Deaton Clemens Van Woohoo! Gilder Funeral Home. On the line Thanks. with our drawing at the end of the month. So get uh, your stuff in here. Uh, in okay. The, in the trading post, okay. we have we have a green folder that you can have if you uh
2: if there If we wanna don't call, have anything else for the rest of this week, starting next week, there won't be a trading post, okay? Let's go shopping. I'm gonna Let's go pull shopping. it for a while and see what happens. <laughs>
3: the toy store. I'm not. No, <laughs> can't happen. <laughs> anyway, get stuff in here. Four days for free, as long as you're busy for those items. So that is uh, that is what I got. All right. Well, is that what you got? I think we're done. We're done. I think so. All right. Well, we're done. Tomorrow
2: we have something. We
3: have a guest. We have a guest. That is uh, Museum Day.
2: Oh, good. Looking back, moving forward.
3: Yeah. Marshall County Museum will be on. Uh,
2: yes, on Thursday, and then on Friday,
3: you're getting a shot.
2: Yep, uh, I have Sandy Dumphy from the Marshall County Health Department. She will be here early in the show, and basically, she's just here to do a, a booster shot for me and my husband. We're both going to be boosted uh, here on the radio, uh, and, and you know, going to talk quickly. Uh, about the COVID vaccine because she's got to get out of here. She's got a, a nine thirty meeting, but she's gonna come in early and and get get us boosted.
3: So tomorrow you'll
2: <laughs> yeah I I'm hoping that, you'll be electric. I'm hoping I'll have a good weekend. <laughs> that was since the, I was boosted on Friday. That
3: was the electronics that they're shooting into you so they can track you, Kathy. That's the,
2: oh that's what it is. That's what's going okay. on there.
3: Anyway, we will be back tomorrow at 9. Make sure you tell all your friends Friday morning. Kathy's getting stuck right here. I'm
2: getting the jab. getting the jab.
3: (laughs) So make sure you tune in for that. We'll be back at 9 tomorrow with the museum. Have yourselves a great day.